My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. We'll look at the top five this morning. One, two, three, four, five. We have in, uh, I think we're going to spend some time down in Houston this morning uh, on the camera. Uh, in fifth place, we have Katie Williams on the Alleman team. Katie made 38 dials, 14 contacts, eight appointments, six sits, five apps, zero referrals, all five are life apps for $5,627. Katie Williams, everybody. <laughs> Katie able to join us this morning. Hey, Fitz, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay, great. Yeah, this is one of the weeks I'm not in Houston, so you're right. Most of the time we are spending a lot of time in Houston, but not this time. <laughs> um, so uh, everybody, I'm Katie Williams, director Mike and Michelle. Um, I'm actually out of San Antonio. Um, but this week was, uh, I was a little bit more on Slack. You saw the little post that I had put about trying to make sure that you get your clients the first time that you're in their home. Um, cause it was a client from 2016 that the only thing at this point that she qualifies for was an accidental policy. But, um, the issue that, um, that I found a lot this week was trying to get people to answer the phone. Um, I had a lot more 38 dials is, is, is what I did for, to, to get this business. But I wrote a lot while I was in Houston and then actually traveled to two other cities as well to try to get those clients taken care of too. Um, best thing, best thing today to uh, mm -hmm. advise people on is reach out when you when you feel like you need some help, and uh, don't don't uh, don't take your upline for granted type of thing. Um, it, she was really helpful to me when I needed her, so um, that that's what I got this week basically. Keep in touch with your clients, even though it's been, you know, two or three years. Just because it's a, an old lead doesn't mean that they're not interested. It just means circumstances are what it is. So let me, let me just clarify. So the, the, the one sale you're talking about from three years ago, you didn't make a sale three years ago, or did you? I did not. I did not. Um, she's, um, I deal a lot with people who are active duty military. Hmm. And uh, she was active duty military. She's getting toward the end of the 20 years for retirement. Um, she had just bought a new home at that point and thought that her 400,000 that she had through the military was going to be enough. And, and it is, but the issue was is that she had had a stroke and um, she called me back. Uh, I actually had two clients like that, that I sold this week. And um, <clears throat> one was still healthy and the other one was not. So um, that was probably 3000 of the 5,600 that I wrote was those two clients that are military. And she reached out to you or you followed up with her from three years ago? She followed up, she followed out to, uh, followed up with me. Wow. How did that happen? I mean, three years ago, you reached out to her to try to sell her insurance. Have you been in touch with her this whole time? Just staying in, in communication? Um, it had been probably just over a year since the last time I had talked to her. Um, but I did make sure that she remembered who I was. Um, something that, 
you know, Michelle's always kind of told us is, um, you know, make sure that you, you stay in touch with the ones that you, like, I have a pretty good judge, like that people are, are wanting to, whether they're actually going to buy or not. So I just, I knew that she was getting toward the end of, of being, uh, you know, at retirement age and stuff like that. And I made her aware of, uh, you know, the 400,000 is one of those things. Um, it was basically knowing my product, you know, with how the, when you transfer it from um, active duty to, it's what they call VGLI. Um, I kept in touch with her about that. It's like, okay, you've got another year. You want to make sure that this is something that you do. So um, it's, that was part of it. Part of it was keeping in touch with her. And then she finally, it had been probably a year since the last time I talked to her. Hmm. Cool. And you mentioned uh, reaching out when you need some help. Can you, can you give us some specifics of how that worked out this week for you? Um, just, just with different products and stuff like that um, on different clients. The one that I sold uh, to, to this specific client was accident only. And I, uh, I just was on Slack. Basically I used the resources that were, available to me so there's times where you're not going to know I mean I've been doing this six years and and there's times where you're not going to know what your options are if it's not something that you write regularly mm. so it's just easier to uh to get advice from other people too right That's and I think it's a really a really good point a lot of people I, I know a lot of in so much of this morning on Tuesday mornings we hear from the top producers and 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 a lot of it in my mind is trying to help new producers hear things uh, and, and learn things. But right now I want the veterans to hear this because I know that some veterans will not reach out on 911 because they're thinking that's going to admit, that's going to be admitting that I don't know something. And I've been around for X amount of years and I should know that by now. And I go, Hey, drop that crap. Like reach out for help. Um, say again, the day you think you know it, oh, you're dead. Uh, and then you're not really aware of knowing anything. So, uh, <laughs> or maybe you are, I don't know, but uh <laughs> I, I encourage you do what Katie did. Reach out. Don't don't let that uh, don't let your pride, I guess, get in the way of making a sale. Uh, and do it from the home. We say when you're in the home, you're either picking up a check or picking up the phone. Uh, reach out. And if you can't get somebody on the phone, reach out on Slack. Um, there's there's lots of options to make the sale without having to leave and come back. Um, does that make sense, everybody? All right. Thank you, Katie, so much for sharing with us. I say a lot uh, to a new producer. I tell them about Slack and 911, and I go, you know, this seems like it's just made for rookies. This 911 channel, but it, it, we have a lot of veterans that reach out and use it. I see Michelle use it and, and send out a message all the time on on Slack. Uh, you you never, nobody ever knows it all, uh, and so uh, I just encourage you to use the resources, like Katie said. Great point. All right, third place, fourth place. <laughs> Jeff Adcock on the Adcock team, 108 dials, 18 contacts, 10 appointments, six sits, nine apps, 14 referrals. All nine were life apps for $7,691.28. Give a hand to Jeff Adcock. Good morning, Vince. How are you this morning? Fantastic. How are you? Great. Um, man, Katie, awesome job. Um, we're so happy you've been down here and you're kicking butt. Um, we miss you today, but we understand. Um, if it hadn't been for that last little slide in there by Katie, we could have just had this whole meeting down here in the Alleman office. <laughs> but, but John McDen got bumped. Um, that's okay. I mean, we're all good. 
Um, I'll tell you to your last point, Fitz. Um, I will tear up that nine one one. If I have any questions, I don't care if it's every single appointment I'm at. If I need something, I'm going to be hitting that. And then I'm calling Mike Alleman, Michelle Alleman, anybody I can think of if I need something. Because you're either going to pick up a check, pick up the phone, or you're you're not going to get the deal. So this is the greatest thing about this business is that it's almost always one and done. Mm. And that allows us to move on and help some more families. Um, you know, last week, almost all of my production was, was in one really long day. Um, the last appointment I had scheduled was, was eight 30. I think I left the home at 6 AM and my last one was 8.30. I probably didn't get there till, you know, about 9.30. And I almost was like, gosh, it's so late. Should I go in? But, but I did knock on the door, and uh, I was there till almost 11. And that was the two biggest policies that I wrote. So hmm. um, I, I left the house, yeah, real early in the morning, and I didn't get back home till real late at night. But, you know, most of my appointments, hey, I had no shows. I listened to calls in between. Um, I did hot knocks, but I just kept going. And that's, that's how this business is. You can get a lot done in one day. Probably the funnest uh, couple apps that I, that I wrote last week was a client of mine from my first year I was here um, that was a lead. And I didn't even remember writing her up to policies, but she referred her son to me and I remembered writing up uh, the son and, and, and his kids. I think I did three policies on him. Well, I don't know how I forgot about her, but you know, her policies had lapsed and then she had my number in a phone that she couldn't get into and she paid somebody to jailbreak this phone to get into it, to get my contact info because she wanted to get, get covered again and wanted to get her husband covered as well. So uh, I think the, the, the story is if, even if you've only been here a little while, follow up with your existing clients, follow up with the people who canceled. I mean, they wanted it at one point stuff happens in life. Um, you know, it could be something as, as simple as, as a bank change. It could be sickness, illness, lost a job. You never know but they trusted you once and chances are the way most people are, they don't have, they didn't keep your card. They can't find it. Um, they can't find their insurance policies that they pay money for every month. So what's the odds that they have your card? Um, one thing that I've started to do with all of my clients is I will text them my contact card but I actually, I've been doing this for a while, but what I've figured out is a lot of people don't know how to take that text message, open it up, and save it to their phone. Um, and so I do it for them. And on Androids, it could go, you know, there's a couple different steps, but I can usually figure it out. I've even done it on a flip phone. Um, and, and I do Katura's contact information as well. It has our pictures. And that way, you know, when we call, if, if, we're, if we need something, if we're missing something, if there's a lapse, they're going to know who's calling. And I think that's, that's really important because just like it was hard to set the appointment the first time because they didn't know that number when you called them, if your contact's not in their phone, 
they're not going to know if you need to get a hold of them later on. So that's what I got for today. That's good. That's really good. Bought a nugget there. Um, you know, we'll, we'll start in reverse. And, and, you know, back in the day when I was in the field, we didn't have the digital phones and all this sort of stuff. I, I bought a Polaroid camera. Remember this? I bought a Polaroid camera and I would do the Polaroid selfie <laughs> with the client back in those days. And I would keep that uh, and put it in their file. So they called me. I knew, like, I knew who they were. I, I'd, I'd see the picture and immediately remember. And you'll see sometimes on Slack when we send out these messages, a lot of agents are taking selfies with their clients. Well, you take that selfie, then put that picture in their phone, save it in their contact so that when you call or they, like, they're looking for it, it's, it's all right there. That's a huge tip um, for Jeff. I, I thank you on that one. Uh, but also following up with clients and with the ones who canceled. I, I, we hear this pretty regularly from the top producers that when somebody buys and then later cancel, they still want it. Just something happened that makes them not be able to keep it now. Does that make sense? And so following up with them makes a lot of sense. I've heard agents over the years say they don't want to follow up with clients because they're, you know, secretly they're scared the client will cancel. Like, you know, if, if you got a client on the books, they're, they're scared of following up that client because if I touch base with them, they may remember that this is drafting and suddenly they're going to want to cancel it. I go, listen, if you're not staying in touch with your clients, I think there's like a 100% chance they're eventually going to cancel. You need to stay in touch with those clients. You just never know what's going to come from it. Um, you want to be in the forefront of their mind when they think of insurance. When they think of insurance, so maybe they're at work, somebody's talking about needing insurance. You want them to say, hey, you need to call my guy. He's good, right? That's, that's why you stay in touch with those clients. Uh, they say that uh, uh, people who buy life insurance once in their lifetime, over the course of their lifetime, buy it seven times. And it's not that they're buying uh, a policy and canceling, buying a policy and canceling. Uh, many people have multiple policies. And so if you're not staying in touch with that client, they're going to buy from somebody. They're going to buy that second and third and fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh policies from State Farm, from New York Life, from farmers, from our com competition, and not from you. And, uh, and that's a problem because uh, you need to make money today, but you also need to make money next year <laughs> and five years from now as well. So uh, thank you, Jeff, for those good, good reminders. believe we're staying in Houston for this one. <laughs> Nathan Cook on the Gillingham team, 237 dials, 37 contacts, 20 appointments, nine sits, 10 apps, 11 referrals, all 10 were life apps. I think this is his best week. $9,009 in premium. Nathan Cook, everybody. Morning, Nathan. Good to see you this morning. Thank you, sir. Introduce yourself to us. Tell us uh, who you are, where you're from, that sort of stuff. Nathan Cook, Gillingham team, brought in by Kurt Denny. I keep having to uh, stop saying Pastor Kurt Denny, but he's still Pastor Kurt Denny to me. <laughs> right on. Down so, here in Houston. Tell us about your week. What, uh, what, what went down? You have 10 applications. I mean, that's, that's pretty solid. Tell us how you did it. I um, warm market for a friend. Then I finally bought some additional policies on me and my family. Uh, got some, I had been shying away from final expense for a while and was nervous to get back on it, but was having a hard time booking mortgage protection. 
So last week, I got a whole bunch of final expense, and it worked out. Boom! So, <laughs> I heard a boom in the room. I'm not feeling so scared on them right now. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, tell me this, the warm market sale, how did you go about making that sale of a friend? Just, uh, just being a friend of my friend. And uh, we had lunch a while back. He asked what I was doing and, and wanted, wanted some additional coverage. And then um, 3,700 of it was also warm market. Friends from church. That came, I had copied one of our agents' Facebook post and put on my Facebook. And uh, you had also called this person. And I had? Yeah. Talked to him <laughs> about the opportunity. Okay. And so whenever I posted that Facebook post, he reached out to me and said he needed some additional life insurance and met with him and his wife last night, wrote two apps for 3,700. Boom. Boom. Left there about 1115. That's, that's a huge nugget. You know, uh, I, I think that uh, we have, I know we have a pretty amazing lead program. Um, but uh, I, I remember 20 years ago, a mentor saying, don't be a secret agent. <laughs> Let people know what you do, right? It's okay to be a self promoter. And, and uh, long before he was president, and I'm not going to commentate on, on President Trump, but, but Donald Trump, when he was a businessman, I remember reading uh, uh, somebody say that, that the, the, the wealthy truly understand self-promotion and putting themselves out there and letting, letting other people know about them. And I mean, I'm not getting into politics with him, but everything he has says Trump on it. So everybody knows that belongs to him. It's all about that name, right? Well, you put yourself out there and let people know what you do. You'll be shocked how many people need what you've got, but they're not buying it from you because they don't know that's what you do. So let people know. Nathan, that is huge. And you don't have to come up with some creative Facebook post. Copy. <laughs> copy somebody else's. Uh, change the information so that it's yours on there, but copy and paste, man. It's, uh, it, it, it got you in trouble in school, but it makes you a fortune in life, uh, not having to be the one that's creating all the original ideas. Um, that's a big deal, man. Um, and um, I think if nothing else from, from Nathan's production this week, I, I want everybody to get from it. Let people know what you do. You don't, don't have to tell everybody. You don't have to try to sell all your friends. Just let them know, hey, I sell life insurance. You ever need it? Let me know. Uh, what did you say? What was the Facebook post out of curiosity? I don't even know. Uh, I, I couldn't even tell you who I copied it from, but someone in the Alliance, I saw it and just copied and pasted. Adam reached out to me. Cool. There you go. So uh, I'm, I'm being reminded off, off camera here that uh, like us on Facebook, the Fitz Group uh, on Facebook, like us on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, we are the Fitz Group agency, insurance agency uh, on Instagram. And listen, don't hesitate. We're, what we're trying to do is help you promote your business. So we put out, Heather put, put out a picture this morning of uh, Mike and Michelle and Steamboat and how, and, and, and yesterday was uh, pictures from Hawaii, I believe, of, of contest winners from last year. Uh, feel free to share that stuff. Feel free to like it. Feel free to use it to advertise for you. Uh, hey, this is what I do. This is where I'm at. Uh, on Instagram, I'm putting out some videos from time to time. All kinds of stuff is going out on that. So uh, be sure to go out there and like us. And if you like our content that we're putting out there, share it. Get it out there in the world. Um, we're again, so you don't have to come up with it all. You can just use what's being put out there already. 
Uh, Nathan, anything else to add? Just want to thank the group, the environment, uh, the Allemans. I, it, it's just an awesome team, culture, family, and uh, I'm very glad to be here. Right on. Maybe when I'm calling through those lists of names, I should just ask them, did you want to buy insurance? <laughs> you don't want to do this. Did you want to buy some? Uh, I should add that to my script, I guess. Uh, but uh, Marty Doge is number two. Doge team, 91 dials, 15 contacts, 11 appointments, eight sits, 14 apps, 24 referrals. All 14 were live apps for $9,394.08. Marty Doge, everybody. <laughs> There's oh, that was the younger, prettier version of Marty <laughs> with a beard I can't grow. Uh, good morning, Fitz Nation. Uh, Marty Doge, my wife, Diane, and I have been direct to Fitz now uh, for almost nine years and blessed to be a part of such an amazing team. Down here in the Houston office today. That's right. Getting around the heat. Um, I, I used to tell people this more often than I do now, but back when I was not very good at this and i'm not saying that i'm good now sometimes just a squirrel finds a nut in the woods you know what i mean but uh i would come down here about once a month for probably i don't know guys what two or three years pretty much on a regular basis i was coming to get around these guys and uh you know i'm back and and i i was down here a couple of weeks ago and i i have just always been the person that recommends chasing what you're trying to become and Michelle is the referral queen. She writes 50% or more of her business off of uh, people that, that touch base with her or, or are expecting her call when they, when they get it. And so I love coming down here to get around her and, and the team down here, my sister and uh, my road dog. That's, that would be Mike Allman. Um, and so uh, this week, you know, we had a higher app count based on the appointments that actually walked in the front door. Uh, and I just to credit that to asking more questions and I spent more time in each home. I wasn't in a rush to get out. I was low on my appointment count. Um, I did drive bys and, and made more dials than when I was, you know, on a break between appointments. But the reality of it is, is I closed the ones that I sat on and I picked up multiple apps in the home. Um, I wasn't rushed out. I, I called insurance carriers from the house to find out exactly what they had, how long they've had it what kind of cash value they've built up. Uh, there were two homes that I sat with that I recommended they didn't get anything. And they looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, for what you're asking me for, you've already got it. And um, that built up trust to the green sheet aspect that we have some things that I'm going to be working on in the next couple of weeks, just because I, I didn't make a sale and they liked it. And they, they were just they were kind of taken back by it. You know, a lady had a, a $20,000 plan right policy. She bought no seven and she was like, I need final expense coverage. And I was like, well, what's this for? And she was like, well, that's a start. And I'm like, well, I don't know what people are telling you, but you know, eight to $12,000 is pretty healthy on a basic funeral. 20,000, you might leave some change behind for your daughter. And she was like, Oh, I was like, well, let's call them. Let's find out. And so she goes, can you be my agent? And I was like, well, I'm not the agent of record. I didn't write it, but they actually have a form that I can come back in two weeks and get you to sign it and I'll be your agent. She was like, please do. And could you call my daughter in San Antonio? She needs to do this. 
And so I'm sitting here just dumbfounded with the blessings of not making a sale. I was like, okie dokie. So where's that going to lead? She's a retired teacher and TRS. So I'm going to call, I'm going to call Chris Norris and be like, what do we do? She likes me. So there's my foot in the door, but just, uh, Jeff hit it on the knot, uh, or on the head of the nail or whatever you want to call it. Um, I take Joe Walker said this a while back. I take pictures with all my clients and I text it to him and they're, you know, I got so many people that will sit there with a do rag on and go through the whole appointment. And I mentioned taking a picture and they need 10 minutes to go find some hair. And I'm like, let's do it. Cause we're taking the picture. And, uh, and I open it up and I say, here it is. And I save it to my contact. So high five on, I didn't come up with it. I just use it. And so, um, 14 applications, some, some were smaller, some were bigger. It all adds up. I'm just going to keep doing it. My goal is eight grand a week and, uh, we're hitting it and we're just going to keep trying to do that. Make some dials, set some appointments, go make some friends. All right. I like that. I, I mean, I don't, I know I see people in the room taking notes, making sure everybody online, I take notes too. when the top producers are talking and, you know, inevitably throughout the week, I'm going to talk to other agents. And I'm going to say, Hey, did you hear Marty on Tuesday morning and what he said Tuesday morning? Cause here's what I wrote down that Marty said, and he didn't say it these words, but this is what he said, do what you can to help, help where you can. Right. And, uh, and when you can't help, don't try to sell them something, just just sell them something. Right. Cause that people don't like salespeople the stereotypical salesperson because that salesperson is trying to sell something they don't like and, or don't need. And, and people tell me all the time, I'm not really in sales. My response to that is you've sold yourself on that. You know, you've sold yourself that you can't sell. You're, you're great at sales. You're convinced yourself. But what most people think of sales is not sales. Most people, when they think of sales, they think of that greasy sales guy trying to sell them something that they don't need, don't want, can't afford. That, that's who they think of when they think of sales. Sales really is identifying what somebody needs, figuring out how you can help them, and then showing them how you can do that. Identify the need, figure out how you can help them. If you can, if you can't, let them know that. I can't help you. This is not something I can do. I love, Marty, that you didn't make a couple of sales. I love that you said, yeah, you, you're good for what I could do for you. You got it. You don't need this. And from that, he got a referral to the daughter in San Antonio. He's going to get some some uh, maybe some 401k rollovers into, IR, into, into annuities or maybe some IUL sales. Who knows what can come from that just by doing the right thing. And it's one of the things I try to tell the kids all the time is it's never wrong to do the right thing. <laughs> it's never the wrong thing to do the right thing. Yep. Identify the needs and show them how you can fill it. Yep. I mean, that's, that's, that's the basics of sales. And, and, and by that, um, by that rationale, I mean, everything, everything, every interaction in this world is sales, right? You're, you're, you're assessing where somebody is and what they need and, and figuring out if you can help them. So once again, give a hand to Marty Bourget. All right. One number one. She's number one a lot. Uh, we have Michelle Oliman, 77 dials, 26 contacts, 22 appointments, 15 sits, 13 apps, 34 referrals. All 13 were life apps for $9,465.36. Michelle Allman, everybody. My name is Michelle Allman. My husband and I, Mike, are uh, been in the business for 12 years, direct to fits. Uh, it'll be 12 in August. So uh, we're getting closer every minute. Um, some tips for this week. Gosh, guys, 
I want y'all to know that Michelle Alleman does not just take A-leads and work A-leads only. And I think it's important because as we build our teams and as our newest agents are going out there trying to set appointments for multi-leads and older leads, that they know that I'm doing it too. And not only do I go see them, but I sell them. So all of you A-lead junkies, um, just know that you don't have to be an A-lead junkie. Um, it's okay if you are, but you don't have to be because uh, I went to see someone. I, wanted to, I just took a little survey of my, a week, and of the four, 13 sales, four of the sales were A1s, six of them were A's, and three of them were current clients. And um, generally, I do have more current clients and referrals as well with this, and I, and I have um, a continued list of that, of people that call me and so forth. And I'm getting better at it. So it's something that um, organization-wise, it's, it's important to keep track of. There's a lot of moving parts. But you can do A1. One of the ladies that I saw yesterday, and she's not even in my list for this week because I have to um, uh, do it next month. But she was an A1 lead. And, she's, and she had two other policies, neither of them with us. But I still went to see her, and she said, I want to keep these other policies and add another one. You see, so people, sometimes they want more. They want to give extra money to their family. This lady wanted to give extra money to her family. Um, she was put on dialysis four months ago after, you know, her kidneys failed by, because, she got, because she got pneumonia. Mm. Um, and I want you to know, as a new agent, what the thing that you want to be able to do in the home from beginning to end is you're you're ultimately transforming that client and what i mean by that is the same thing we do with our agents we transform our agents and we change them because you you as a brand new agent you might be thinking you know it's just i just go in with a price and i just let them fill out the application. <laughs> no, it's not like that. There's so much more to it. And when you take that picture, that relationship just got to a whole nother level, a whole nother level. <laughs> and then they look at you like, wow, this person really does care. And it's just taking the time to be that person, to go the extra mile, to listen to their needs, to listen to what's going on and it will pay you dividends with referrals but you've got to ask for them like yesterday I went to visit a client that was I just needed some signatures from her I needed more signatures and um, because we changed the draft dates where well, her son was there and before I left I said now what about you do you have insurance you and I'm like the mother hen okay because um, he's 35 years old. So, um, but yeah, that's another one. I didn't write him up last night, but I planted the seed. And I left my card with him, but I'm also going to follow up with him. And so, it's just doing, just going that extra mile with people. That's all it takes. And you're going to learn that if you just lean into your leaders, 
be on all of these meetings. These meetings really, really matter. And be at your local hotspot because developing a, a relationship with Joe Walker is incredible. That will transform you. If you will develop a relationship with Marty Doge in Dallas and with Fitz in Dallas and with so many of the other leaders, Grace in Dallas, and now I'm naming lames, <laughs> but, <laughs> but all, of, all of the team really can help you. Nathan Cook is just, my gosh, this kid, this kid, this kid has grown so much. He's transformed in a short period of time. We will help you transform your business. Please listen to us and really keep asking questions. Okay? That's all I got. Mouthful. Well done. <clears throat> you know, and, and uh, Michelle, I was talking to Mike and Michelle yesterday, and she's, she's thinking, man, I, need to, I, I think I might need to back off of my AGMR just because I, I'm doing so much business with A1s and current clients and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's, when she says work all the different leads, she's not kidding, and she does. Um, and, uh, and it's exciting to see because there's, there's still business out there, and, um, and our lead program really gives a great opportunity for that. But uh, what Michelle has always been, look at, her, look at her 34 referrals this week. She's always so great at that, uh, at uh, maintaining those relationships. Uh, she's notorious for having clients call her saying, hey, can you come over here? I don't need insurance, but my sister's here in town and she needs to buy some insurance. That kind of stuff happens to Michelle. And it doesn't just happen to Michelle, as, as in she's not just getting lucky. She's working at it, maintaining relationship. And that's a big deal. Relationship's a big word uh, in this business. And uh, the better you do at that, uh, the more business you're going to have come in. That's free business. It's just landing in your lap seemingly and, uh, and everybody's going to laugh and joke and go, Oh, they're just so lucky. All that business comes in. Oh, she's really nice to people. And she, she sends them texts and she calls them and she follows up and she goes out there. Did you hear her say she went out there to get signatures? She didn't fax the form to somebody and say, sign it and send it back. She went out there to get the signatures. And now she's in person in, in contact with that person's son uh, and potentially making sales there. It's that little bit of difference, that extra mile she's talking about. I think that really separates the truly great ones uh, out there in the world. So uh, congratulations again, Michelle. Uh, well done. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.